if you want more real estate leads, more referrals, because ultimately you want more appointments, you want more closings, here are the four core, the four main ways that you can generate more leads and referrals. Welcome to The Ritu Show, the best podcast for solo real estate agents, showing you how to simplify and get consistency without building a giant team or creating complicated marketing funnels. It's time to become a real estate team of one with Darren Persinger. I see it. I know that you see it. There's content marketing, there's advertising in your newsfeed saying here's 50 ways to get listings, there's 33 ways to get more buyer leads. But really who has time to try 101 things when you're looking for this one specific result? The reality is you only need one way, but the problem with one way is that it can be a bit scary. To put all of your eggs into one basket can be cause for concern, cause to pause, because it does, it can have inconsistency. You can have more ups and downs that way. Things change on you a little bit more, whether that is the market or technology or just what's working at that moment or things go crazy. Facebook recently just shut down Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp. So if you're relying on that as a source, that disappears on you. So I'm going to give you four ways, four ways that you can interchange into your business at a time, build one, get it working, start to stack the next one on top of it and the next one. And we'll go over prioritizing which ones are the best and where you should start at. Before we get into that, let's pay some bills. This episode is brought to you by betterleadsandappointments.com, betterleadsandappointments.com. It's the main way to cover the four core real estate lead generation things I'm going to be sharing with you today. So if you head over to betterleadsandappointments.com, it's $9 a month coaching that you can get, not just a course, it's coaching where I'm going to be able to work with you. We do some live calls. You'll have access to on-demand content, but it's these four core areas and we go deep into this. So if you have questions about how to use one versus the other, you're ready to add a new one to your business. You're ready to start doing paid ads yourself. Learn more about that at betterleadsandappointments.com. Ultimately, there's really only four core areas that I believe that you can generate real estate leads and referrals. Let's get into this. Number one is what I call earn and return. The language that you're probably used to hearing is repeat and referral business. I like to refer to it as earn and return because I never want my mindset to believe that I am entitled to a referral. I'm entitled to someone using me again in their business. I want to earn their referrals. I want to earn their introductions. I want to earn their recommendations. And then on the return, when it's time for them to buy or sell, or they have questions about investing, I want them to return to me. So the language that we call this is earn and return. The second one is we want to be able to attract free leads. We want to attract free leads. Look at it as an example of being a lighthouse versus being a tugboat. We want to hold our ground and we have many platforms that we can do this on. We have many land masses, so to speak, if we're going to use the lighthouse metaphor, that we can plant that lighthouse on and we can stand our ground there. So you want to pick your platform. And this goes beyond just platforms. There are social media platforms. This can be your database, your email marketing that you have. Think of those as a way to attract 
free leads, but a lot of attract free leads comes from the idea of being an authority, of being an expert, and then sharing that knowledge, sharing that information, sharing what it is that with the marketplace to create market leadership so that you attract people to you. You put the content out and they are attracted to that content. You can start real estate conversations. Think of it as like a boomerang. You put it out there and then the leads come back. Now, the third one I would recommend would be pursuing leads. You go out and you pursue the leads. Instead of attracting the leads to you, now you pursue them. So now you're the little tugboat going out there trying to find someone to help. This is going to be more about cold audiences and warm audiences. You're never going to find a hot lead when you're pursuing them because even though they know that they have an interest to do something, buy or sell, they don't know who you are. They're unaware of you. They're aware of the problem that they're trying to solve, but they're unaware of you. That makes them not a hot lead. So you're going out and you're pursuing cold or warm leads. Think of these expireds, fizzbos, door knocks, circle prospecting, even sitting in open house, even though you're not pursuing, you're sitting there waiting, it's still a warm or cold lead. You're putting up your signs, you're trying to drive traffic to a specific place, and then you're trying to convert them through the conversation there. That I would put under the pursue category. And then finally would be generating paid traffic generating paid traffic. So you want to bring leads into you. You have a little bit more resources of money than maybe you do time, or this is the best way I think to fill in the gaps. This is the best way to add consistency to what it is that you're doing. And I, I believe, I believe that you want to, at least in the very beginning, control your own paid advertising. You want to know how to run these ads yourself, whether it's on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Google Display Network, whatever it is, you want to have control over this because there's going to be an ebb and flow. You don't want to end up having to pay $1,800 every single month because markets have ebb and flows. Your time has an ebb and flow. Sometimes you do want to shut things off and coast for a bit. So you want to think about it like a, a water faucet. When you want the leads, turn it on. When you don't want them, turn them off. When the market slows down, maybe you shut things down. Like people might go, Darren, don't I need to be consistent? Yes, but you want to have some control over that consistency. Sometimes it just doesn't make any sense to be advertising, to be spending money. There's, you know, uh, here's a really prime example. If we take the markets out of it completely, election season. Election time is a really bad time to do any sort of Facebook advertising because all of the politicians are advertising now at that time. And it just drives ad costs up like crazy. And you're not really going to get your message through. There's going to be so much noise because of all the political ads that are running at that time. So I think the more that you can control it in the very beginning, and then if you want to outsource it at the end. Once you understand what it is that makes good advertising, once you understand the metrics that you should be using, then I think that's completely okay. So let's take a look at what, how I would organize these. What I would say is what you do first, then next, and then finally. So going over these again, remember the four earn in return, attract free leads, 
pursue leads and then generate paid traffic. I would personally start with attract free leads. This would be the very first category that I would start in. I would start with content marketing, becoming an authority through your content in the marketplace. Because that becomes your first pillar, then what you're able to do is the next would be earn and return. If you're posting your content, if you're posting ideas, information, valuable insights out to your audience on platforms that you're on, there's, there's a good chance that your sphere that is, that you want to earn in return is going to be there. So if we can start there, then that becomes a lead domino to knock down earn in return. Then from earn in return, and we know where our content is now, we know that this content's working because this gets us into conversations or we get good feedback from our sphere in that earn and return category, then we can take that same content and put it into paid, generating paid traffic. We're not guessing now. We have a feedback loop that says, hey, this content worked, this video worked, this message worked, this hook worked, this call to action worked. We can take that, put some money behind it. We don't have to come up with anything new when it comes to our paid ads. We can use what's already working, just start to amplify it by putting some money behind it. And then the one that I would use at the very end would be to pursue. And here's why. When you're pursuing cold traffic or warm or cold leads, it's super time consuming. And not only is it time consuming, it's emotionally and mentally draining. You're going to deal with tons of rejection. So you're wasting a lot of time and you're getting beat up for it. And it's not something that's super sustainable. All the other stuff that we're talking about on the ads, whether we're looking at attracting or earn and return or generating, we can keep that simple. We can keep it sustainable. We can do that over a long period of time. But pursuing leads is more like churn and burn versus earn and return. When I look at those on a, a chart, if I mapped these out, that would be at the opposite. That would be the yin to the yang. Earn and return would be on one side and then pursue, which is churn and burn would be on the other side because these are not hot leads. Maybe you can flip them into a earn and return, but chances are like if it's a FISBO or it's expired, they're selling, they're moving out of the area anyways. They didn't have a relationship with you. They're probably not going to refer you or recommend you to their neighbor, the family, the friend, the fact of where they were starting off with. So the pursue would be at the very end. And I would supplement that. I would never really make that a part of our business. It's not a part of our business. If we get a little bit slow, if we get a little worried, if we get concerned, then maybe we can do something like that. We can fill in a little bit of gaps, but primarily we get those three things rocking and we have ourselves a solid, consistent business. I'm going to leave it there. You got things to do. I got things to do. 
Hey, thanks for joining me on this episode of Real Estate Team of One Show. And if you're wondering how I can help you right now, here are three ways. Number one, subscribe to this show, whether you're watching or listening, and like this episode so you can get more of the same. Number two is download my free guide. Visit dailyleadsweeklyappointments.com. Number three is join my $9 a month coaching program. Learn more about that at betterleadsandappointments.com.